All right, Buffalo Bills fans, welcome to another episode of Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. Anthony Marino, happy to be here with you once again, talking everything Buffalo Bills. Dominating performance on Sunday against the Pittsburgh Steelers. If you did catch my bonus episode, you knew I was feeling, uh, I don't want to say pessimistic, but just looking at that injury report had me had me a little bit worked up going into the matchup against the Steelers. Mike Tomlin and his defense just sort of seems to have had the Bills number in the past. And here I am, you know, going into this game just to, on a little bit of pins and needles, despite a 14 point point spread um, for this game. And uh, obviously, I had nothing to worry about when you look at a 38 to 3 victory. And that was certainly a great thing to see and witness on Sunday. Of course, for the Bills heading to Kansas City this week, the Chiefs off of a big Monday night football win against the Las Vegas Raiders and a matchup that so many Bills fans have had circled on their calendar for such a long period of time. But fans across the NFL remembering that playoff matchup that went to overtime just last season. Now, when we talk about things this week, it's a kind of a brief episode, but I do want to delve into just a little bit the rumors around Christian McCaffrey, the very talented running back from the Carolina Panthers with head coach Matt Rule being fired. Uh, a lot of speculation that for the Panthers, does this become a bit of a time for a fire sale based on just how difficult things have been for them this season. Of course, things have not worked out with Baker Mayfield at quarterback, which just, again, one of those I I thought maybe a bit of a resurgence would be in place for him down in Carolina. Does not look to be the case. He might be injured and out for some time. Will Sam Darnold step in? Is he still injured? What All the things that will happen there, but it is a franchise that seems to be in disarray. And when you have a franchise in that type of a position that fires their head coach after week five, uh, the trade speculation comes about. And really on Monday, the (laughs) trade speculation around the Bills went full throttle around Christian McCaffrey. Multiple reports out there saying that the Bills um, have reached out to the Panthers about running back Christian McCaffrey. Um, most notable to Bills fans, right, was Dan Faith, sports reporter and anchor at 13 Wham out of Rochester. Dan, very reputable, his work around the Bills. So when that came out, right, because before you had seen some other some other reports with it, uh, maybe some journalists that were not familiar to Bills fans. So you would look at that and just think, okay, maybe nothing to see here. But then when Dan had the report, things took off uh, a bit, more than a bit, right, as you would see. Just the timeline filled up uh, exponentially with conversation around Christian McCaffrey, maybe what things would cost from a trade standpoint, what it would look like financially. Whenever it comes to things related to the salary cap, um, I traditionally reach out to my buddy Greg Thompson from Cover One. Uh, So we had an exchange going yesterday. I was trying to play catch up and I just I messaged him directly to find out what it would cost. And from Greg, it would only cost the bill $600,000 against the salary cap in 2022. 1 million of his three-year $36 million in 2023 through 2025 is guaranteed. Um, And there is, as Greg put, it's literally zero financial risk, right? Just a question of what the, uh, the trade parameters would be, what the bills would have to give up, 
and what that would look like. But from a financial standpoint, right, with only $1 million in guarantees, because you might sit there and say, well, $36 million left, how do you work that out? It gives you some options to restructure that contract, do some different things, play with some guarantees, play with some bonuses. We've seen Brandon Bean do this. And again, how does this pertain to to everything, knowing that you want to keep someone like Jordan Poyer, you want to keep a Tremaine Edmonds? Uh, What happens when Gabriel Davis's contract comes up? Same thing around Ed Oliver. So yeah, I'm not looking at it and saying, what are all those cap implications? More my question is just, if the bills are going to do this, what is it going to cost from a salary cap standpoint? And according to Greg, literally next to nothing, right? $600,000 is less than a vet minimum type of contract. So there's no real implication there. Now, what trade compensation would look like, that's completely a different story. I don't have a lot to go on with this. Was going back and forth with Joe Marino from Locked On Bills yesterday. He said, you know, there's not a lot of precedent when you think about trades for running backs in season, which I get too. And, you know, when you talk about McCaffrey, here is someone that um, I guess I will say is, you know, is somewhat, I don't want to say in his prime, because when you look at the age, you could say, well, just 26 years old. Certainly, right? On the right side of 30, plenty of years ahead of him. More the question when I just say not in his prime yet, just because some of the injuries he has faced over the last three seasons, right? Only three games played in 2020, only seven games played in 2021. So you you just hedge things a little bit based on those concerns. But there's not a lot I can look at to think to myself, what will what will someone like McCaffrey, what will he expect on the market? And that part I certainly, certainly do not know. Now, I do want to talk a little bit about McCaffrey's stats so far this season. I think that's something important just to note because for many fans, unless he's on your fantasy team, you have no idea what Christian McCaffrey is really doing this season. Before I do jump to that, um, I certainly got ahead of myself today. I forgot to even mention that you guys know Breaking Buffalo Rumblings is brought to you by our friends at homage.com, the softest Buffalo Bills tees in the game. Um, guys, I apologize, right? I was supposed to get to that earlier in the show, but I was excited to talk about Christian McCaffrey and definitely uh, got ahead of myself there. So let's talk about what he is doing so far this season. In these five games, he has rushed the ball 72 times for 324 yards, two touchdowns. Um, That is an average of 4.5 yards per carry, which is pretty consistent with his career average of 4.6. Uh, You talk about him as a receiving threat because that is certainly something that McCaffrey brings to the table. Through these five games, he's been targeted 35 times, so seven targets per game, 26 receptions so far, just over five per contest, 7.2 yards per reception, and one touchdown, Uh, right? So you, you, you go through all of it and you think to yourself like, okay, this is that type of weapon that you can talk about for the bills. And I know many will be saying, well, what about Devin Singletary? You invested this in James Cook. You spent a third round draft pick on Zach Moss. I think when you talk about the opportunity to add someone like McCaffrey at just 26 years old, it throws that out the window just a bit. And as we do talk about this, we know Devin Singletary is in the last year of his rookie deal. I think it's safe to say Zach Moss has not lived up to expectations so far. Uh, and James Cook has shown some flashes, and we hope that he has the ability uh, to become, you know, a, a very good NFL player. 
but uh, it's been a little bit of a rocky start and it seems like he's getting some more opportunity and hope to see him get some more opportunity. Uh, but McCaffrey, right. I mean, it's, you know, 2019, you know, he was the AP offensive player of the year, first team, all pro, uh, a pro bowler. I mean, here, here's a guy that, you know, has the ability to go for like over 2000 yards from scrimmage in the season as a receiver, as a rusher, um, there's a lot that he can do. And I'm not, you know, listen, if the Bills go out and trade for Christian McCaffrey, I will be so incredibly excited. I won't even know what to say. I won't even know what to say. But I think for many folks that might be sitting there looking at things and thinking just like, I don't know. I don't know if this makes sense. And I get that if you're there too. But when you look at this offense, you look at the opportunity to go to the Super Bowl, to win a Super Bowl, and what someone like Christian McCaffrey can add to an already potent offense in Buffalo, that would be pretty exciting to see, to say the least. So, of course, I'd be curious to hear what your thoughts are when it comes to McCaffrey. You can hit me up on Twitter at Ant Marino to let me know in the comments section here at buffalorumblings.com, of course. And something, certainly something to monitor. Now, again, and I'm jumping all over the place. And I, I'm a little excited about this one. I'm not I'm not going to lie here. Um, you know, you can go through with this. And then there has been additional reports saying like, oh, you know, Tom Pelissaro from NFL Network. The Panthers haven't had trade talks about Christian McCaffrey with the Bills or any other team this season per sources. Carolina already paid most of his eight point six million dollar salary in a bonus. Every team will be working the phones the next few weeks, but nothing in the works with CMC. So, again, you, you see some sources, again, reporting that there have been conversations, then it being refuted. Fates had a tweet that he came out with saying that the Bills contacted him to let them know they have not reached out to the Panthers about running back Christian McCaffrey. Um, sometimes, though, I feel like it's a little bit wordsmithing this. Like, oh, yeah, the Bills have not had conversations with the Panthers, but have they had conversations with his agent or has his agent had conversations with the Panthers or the Bills? You know, th there's a little bit when you can say something like, well, yeah, Brandon Bean hasn't picked up the phone and called the Carolina Panthers, but let's be honest. We know there are channels for those things to take place. Whether or not that did, we'll find out soon enough. But until that trade deadline comes at November 1st, I think Bills fans are going to be uh, watching very closely to whatever happens with Christian McCaffrey. Uh, let me do this. I'm going to take a break real quick when I come back after the break. It's our paying homage segment here on Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. Hang tight. We'll be right back. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's insight assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N 
Twenty-nine.com. All right, Buffalo Bills fans, you're listening to Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. Anthony Marino back here with you. Thanks for hanging with us after the break. Time for our paying homage segment of the show, brought to you by our friends at homage.com. Of course, check out the show notes. Got all the information there on how you can get the softest Buffalo Bills tees in the game. I say it every week, but I mean it. I love the products that these guys have. And just, uh, I can't rave about it enough. So check it out so you can get yours. They've got different sales and specials and different things going on too. Uh, So it's definitely something you can check out in the show notes. Now this week, when we talk about paying homage, of course, in a 38 to three victory, plenty of guys that you can choose from that you can look at things and say, good gosh, like so much went well for the Buffalo Bills. Where do I even want to start here? And you can talk about some of the guys, you know, filling in, making a good return. I, you know, a a spotless game from a guy like Dane Jackson, of course, stands out. Um, Von Miller recording another sack. You love to see it. Matt Milano all over the field. Terrell Dodson filling in for Tremaine Edmonds, just like wreaking havoc right across the field on Sunday. But for me, if there is one guy that is going to stand out, and I know you're probably thinking, is it Josh Allen? It's not Josh Allen. It's too easy to give it to him each and every week, especially when the Bills win and great things take place. But for me, it's Gabriel Davis. And you think about Gabriel Davis and the difference that he makes to the Buffalo Bills offense. Uh, A healthy Gabe Davis certainly stood out during the game on Sunday as he just exploded. I mean, what I could call the most efficient three catches in NFL history, going for 171 yards and two touchdowns, You think to the start of this game, you come off an ugly win, I guess you could say, against the Ravens the week before, but right, a good hard-fought win. And then you get the muff from Taiwan Jones, Bill starting with the ball on the two-yard line. It is third and 10, and you're thinking to yourself, good gosh, like you're punting to maybe the 40, 45-yard line with this wind. Steelers are going to get great field position. This is not what you're looking for to start this game. And then the play happens. And credit to Josh Allen hooking up with Gabe Davis about 45, 50 yards in the air. And Davis just blows by the cornerback, blows by the safety, clean catch into the wind, which is insane. 98 yards for the touchdown. Absolutely incredible. But then when you take it one step further, right, you fast forward again and you've got Davis hooking up with Allen, and you're thinking to yourself, is there anything more impressive than a 98-yard touchdown reception? And, you know, I think fans could argue if they want to which one that they may have liked better. But when I look at things, I mean, the impressive one, the the one-handed catch, to start with a one-handed catch, right? Over the shoulder, the 62-yard pass from Allen, which, by the way, was insane when, when you think about just what that play was. I mean, for Allen, about a flick of the wrist and about 65 yards in the air. But right then you've got Davis getting one hand on the ball, Minka Fitzpatrick right there getting his hands on the ball. And when you watch that replay, right, I think in many ways the natural move and what you would see. So you've got Davis with his left hand on the ball, Fitzpatrick with his right hand on the ball, and you've got Davis right turning to the outside towards his right, and Fitzpatrick looking to turn on the outside towards his left. And credit 
to Gabriel Davis, because you could just look at that and think like, good gosh, are these guys, is anyone even going to come away with this ball? And he just, I don't know if he did this on purpose or what, instead of pulling to the right, which I think is naturally what you would do when you would pull, try to pull the ball away from someone, he turned in towards Fitzpatrick. It allowed him to get both hands on the ball and kind of went with the momentum that Fitzpatrick had, secured it with both hands, ripped it away. Again, you think of everything that happened. I'm getting so excited. I'm throwing a pen You'd think it was Sunday's game all over again, but 62 yards. Gabriel Davis paying homage. My man, like this is what it is all about. And so many guys I could have picked on. Honestly, I didn't even pick Stefan Diggs in this and just a, a fantastic game for him going over 100 yards with a touchdown. But Gabriel Davis, for me, that guy that truly stood out, and that's who we're paying homage to this week from our friends at homage.com. So listen, I am going to get out of here for now. I always appreciate you guys tuning in. Listen, I say it each and every week, smash that subscribe button. Thank you for listening. And as always, go Bills.